Hey, it's Jeremy. I'm driving right now, and uh, so I wanted to give you some background noise. If you wanted to isolate it and remove it, you can. Uh, might sound a little better that way. Anyway, I wanted to uh, send you a voicemail, send you a voice memo, talk to you guys about uh, the conversation that you had. I'm going to start over so that uh, you can actually have me introducing myself and not uh, talking about how to fix this f***ing audio. Let me try that again. episode 132 of the nerd out loud podcast where we talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about today is sunday july 10th the year of our lord 2016 i am jeremy holmes i am joined by my illustrious lovely charming joy-filled giver of life and of love partner in life and in love and in crime christina wise hello welcome aboard sea wise hello <laughs> jump aboard the mm-hmm. little no. no uh hi how are you doing i'm okay how are you i'm all right we missed an episode last week we did what happened well it was his birthday it was baby jesus's birthday yes Happy birthday. So we wear red, white, and blue and hide Easter eggs, right? Yeah. I was gonna go um I was gonna go post something online and say, Hey, we're taking a week off. But then by the time I did it, it just seemed weird to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Next time I guess I'll have to be more diligent and timely, letting people know we did get a couple couple <laughs> messages about it. But um This is exciting it's a big month for us. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow. It's a big month for us, Christina. It is. We have, um, we were just, we have our nuptials coming up. Yes? I don't think so. I think our, it's, our nuptials are done. Oh, the party's celebrating our nuptials. Yeah. We did the legal part. Now we need to do the party part. It's coming up at the end of the month. If you have not received your invitation, let us know. Let us know because you'll get one. Maybe it got lost in the mail. A lot of our... Yeah. <laughs> a lot of our... Uh, Did we already drone strike the postal service or just the <laughs> no, IRS? No, but I don't think we should say the words drone strike the postal service yeah, on the podcast. Not. I feel like there's some kind but of... You know what you scanner. did. You know what you did. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't received a, an invitation to the wedding and you'd like one, let Too us late. know. Yeah. Too late. You our... can buy your way in. HolmesGetsWise.com <laughs> is the website. It has all the information on it. Date, time, location, all that stuff. Feel free. Come on out, guys. <laughs> You're all invited. You're all invited. No. If you received an invitation. Do you do you remember? Or I feel like you're not in the same meetings with the venue people as I am. <laughs> no, I was there. When we gave a final number. Yeah. Yeah, but there's not going to be somebody there with a clicker at the door. I will be. <laughs> They're not. I mean, it's not like there's admission. There's not tickets. I mean, we gave a ballpark. You know millennials right there's gonna be like 30 people that flake at the last minute that means that at least 30 people that maybe did not receive invitations because they were lost on the mail or you deleted them off of the mailing list or you (laughs) slapped them out of my hand as i was walking to the post office something like that (laughs) That only happened two times (laughs) there's still room for those people so check it out our parents are 
those invites went straight to the right places and they RSVP'd just in time. <laughs> Why is it people that we really wanted to go? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's going to be fun. It is a super nice. So every time we've gone to this venue, uh, I have been really, I get really excited about it. It's kind of a cool, like kitschy, whatever, yeah. exciting place, right? It's it's an old school. Mm-hmm. It's called the An- Anderson School. Is yes. that the name of it? Yes. It's a really old school that's been converted into this kind of swanky hotel, bar, restaurant, compound. <laughs> it's like a whole yeah. compound. Mm-hmm. You can go there. People like walk around in bathrobes because there's swimming pools and robies. all that stuff. Robies. People do that. And there's bars everywhere and you can like carry around your drinks between all the bars and restaurants. And we have this big space. There's going to be some outdoor fire pits. It's going to be a fun time, but I think so. It's kind of a fancy place, and I think that um, I feel like they're like slumming a little bit by letting us in. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I mean we were there. They have, I mean, they have a whole menu. They have lots of really, really fancy food, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we picked kind of food that we thought would be fun. I guess off of the menu, we have to pick. Yeah, well, we're it's starting a pretty late, so. Um... It's not like people will probably have eaten dinner. So it's kind of like a late night snack yeah. situation. Heavy appetizers, as we call it in the <laughs> event ops. planning business. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted it to be like fun finger food type yeah. situation. No fancy, uh, you know, like what do they call it? Uh, seared scallops <laughs> on in like a spoon I would or whatever. Eat seared scallops I know, out but of a spoon, that's though. that's what we didn't get. Yeah. So Yeah. But I think I think I don't know. I got the impression that maybe the lady I I she was trying very hard to be diplomatic mm-hmm. when we were explaining to her the food that we wanted. Because you were asking some questions about like oh we have like a French fry bar, right? It's gonna be like yeah. French fries and tater tots. Well they're tots. known for their tater tots. And then we're having these things called Scooby Snacks, which are basically mini corn dogs. Mini corn dogs. And mm-hmm. you were asking questions about how it was set up because we were trying to figure out where we're gonna put the tables in the room and stuff. And she's like, oh, I don't think I've seen that particular I don't think mix I've seen of. that particular one set up, this particular mix of food. <laughs> and she, you were like, oh, you mean you mean nobody wants tater tots at their wedding? <laughs> well, they're doing it wrong. Yeah, I guess. But I did. She did handle it very well. Try to get ranch dressing banned from hmm. the wedding. Why do you hate ranch so much? It's disgusting. It's low rent. I call it white people sauce. You were, okay, we just got done talking about how we're having french fries. At our wedding, we're having a French fry bar, and you're going to start talking about people being low rent. I didn't say people are. I said the sauces. Oh, you can't do that to ranch. Ranch is delicious. Oh no, 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 no. Do, do, I have very fond memories growing up of my mom making homemade ranch. In like, I mean, homemade is probably a stretch because isn't it just a powder? Packet, yeah. yeah, but you have to mix it up, right? Like really aggressively, yeah. you put it in a cup and like shake it up. Yeah. It's all right. It's really good. <laughs> Why do you? Whatever. Ranch is delicious. I don't, I don't like Ranch. Uh, you know what I really like? I like taking my banana f- candy and dipping it in ranch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ranch is this, could be a. Is this a common thing that people don't like? Because lots, we've had a, we've talked about extensively on the show in the past, people's hatred of banana candy. Yes. And a, apparently that's a thing that many people hate that I was not aware of. Yeah. Um, is ranch like that too? I or is know. this just a Christy Wise thing? I, I don't think is so. Is it okay to use your last name? 
Yes. Okay. Good. I think so we're that 131 episodes. Maybe in. we should put out another because I feel like this is very a ranch thing. Yeah, people either love it or hate it. Really? Hate. Yeah. Why is ranch a thing? I mean, you're either, right. Why I is feel ranch? Like everybody a thing? would love ranch. No, it's, it's delicious. It's good on everything. No. No, unless you want everything to taste like that. It's like it's like zipped up mayonnaise, kind of. Okay. It's no. like t- flavorful Either mayonnaise. Either we put this out it's as... It's healthy mayonnaise. So I tried to get it banned, and the lady just said, well, some people... She was trying to be nice. Yeah. I don't think she got that I was like, yeah. whatever, and she said... Well, some people like ranch, and my sister said, I love ranch, and Jerry's like, we are not not having ranch at well, this. Yeah, and it's also like a house-made, like, butter, yeah. like a special kind of ranch that they yeah. make there. And um, also, I tried to get no chocolate cake situation. <laughs> I mean, unless we're, unless we get a discount for not having ranch, I'm not going to turn down anything that comes for free <laughs> with the food that we're already paying a lot of money for. But why get ranch when you can have blue cheese? Was that an option though? It's not like you I'm just get to saying, pick in one general or the other. Life. If I had the two choices, I'm probably going to pick blue cheese. Right. But that doesn't make better. ranch bad. It just it's makes so bad. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's not get off the rails too much farther here. That's been your installment of Wedding Talk, guys. <laughs> so, hey, if you didn't get your invite, let us know. Hashtag we'll wedding, make sure. wedding chat. <laughs> Is that our one. hashtag? Yeah. Ranch or no ranch? Homescapeswise.com. Check it out. Um, Christy. We have a whole raft of follow-up. A, a whole raft? raft. A whole okay. raft. That's a saying, right? No. <laughs> Who is it that was making fun of my inability to know any sayings? Craig, I think. Craig from uh, the everyone? Eureka podcast was pointing out when you, you guys take, did your episode that you I always You take an essence of butcher. a saying <laughs> yeah. and then an essence of another one and yeah. just put it together. And I mean, I feel like they're... If you were a sitcom character, no one would believe it. <laughs> a, that's a thing, though. Saying it's a raft, like it's a a whole. We have a whole raft of. No. Okay. Well, we have Maybe a lot. Like we truck have a lot. Load. <laughs> we have a lot of feedback from people <laughs> today. Uh, you know, got some. Uh, I have something that I've been nerding out about this week. That's that is not space. Just dest- it. I'm, it is not space. It's been destroying the battery life in my phone. That's it's been called, captivating that's, me. That's that's called a uh, tumbler. Yeah, more than more than uh, more than usual. Um, we've uh, I have a drone strike. We're gonna flip the script on oh, you guys. No. I have a drone strike. Uh, Christy, <laughs> yet again, is going to uh, reach out to the listeners to see if I'm a jerk. I'm gonna try and defend myself in the court of Nerd Out Loud and. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. We've got some exciting stuff coming up next week that we'll tell you about. But uh, before we get to any of that, I just had one thing to say. Usually I talk about this at the end of the show, but I'm just going to say it right now because it's kind of a new thing that I just set up. If One of the things that we do, we talk about lots of stuff in this show. I always try and link to it in the notes for the write-up that we do on each show and everything. We put links to everything at nerdoutloudpod.com. That's our website. I set up this really awesome thing. It's a completely free and easy way for you guys to support the show. If you're shopping online, you don't even have to remember to click through a link. Just go to nerdoutloudpod.com slash Amazon. It'll redirect you right to Amazon. Do your shopping. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. You're all done. Oh, no. Please don't say 
That's definitely a saying. Yeah, that is. Um, (laughs) And also, if you're thinking of joining Prime on Prime Day, July 12th, um, use our link because I think we get extra bonus. Literally, all you have to remember, nerdoutloudpod.com slash Amazon. It takes you right to Amazon. I've tried to make it as easy as possible for everybody. doesn't cost you a dime. We get a little kickback. The more people click through on that link and purchase stuff, the more of a kickback we get. It's kind of fun. Uh, some of you have been doing it already, and I really appreciate it. So, you know, you can also find it just on our website in the sidebar on any blog post or any show post that we put up. You know, there's a little Amazon link. You can click on that. But nerdoutloudpod.com slash Amazon. Greatly appreciate it. So. Let's uh let's jump into this. The follow-up files. Um in a not so lighter note, Christy. Oh no. <laughs> we did get a couple pieces of feedback from people regarding kind of the ongoing gun control discussion that we've had. We've been talking a lot specifically about assault rifles and I was asking people wanting to know why anybody would want an assault rifle, what you would need it for and all that kind of stuff. Um, listener Randy wrote in. Uh, I know that Randy is a, uh, I've had conversations with Randy before regarding his kind of strong feelings regarding gun control. He's probably, you could say on the other side of the discussion from <laughs> me, but we've had lots of great conversation about it. He sent me a, a, an email about it. You wanted to know why an American citizen would need to own a civilian version of the M 16 called the AR 15. Uh, if I had the time, I could go into how the only real difference between an AR-15 and, say, a deer hunting rifle is that a deer hunting rifle is more powerful, has a larger bore, and has a smaller magazine capacity. Um, whether a rifle has a detachable magazine of 6, 10, 15, or 30 rounds, the ability to change out the magazines in less than two seconds is pretty much standard. Any rifle can be used to render death to living things. Perfect. So ban them all. <laughs> yeah. So he wanted us to know that. Um, so he goes on. So, uh, when the, regarding the reason that we need it, um, it's important to be able to match the firepower of an attacker. So when Trump sends his brown coats to round up your neighbors, it is your duty as a patriotic American to start shooting. This is one of the principles of the founding fathers used to construct the second amendment. Read the essays written by these men and you will have no doubt why this amendment is so high on the list. Uh, and then he goes on to let me know that if we were to make guns illegal, the uh, we're underestimating – America is underestimating the wealth of um, the illegal cartels in Mexico and gun production would ramp up from them and there would just be a ton more guns in the United States. And then he also points out that we need to get rid of gun-free zones because those are just invitations to criminals. And if we'd like to keep guns out of the hands of kids, then the key is to lock them up. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I appreciated, it was a well thought out response that he wrote in and I, I get what he's saying. Um, I don't think, I don't know. I I feel like we're just kind of beating around the bush in a lot of ways because I I feel like it's almost pointless to talk about because I feel like nothing's ever going to change. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? I feel like I could, I could talk about this issue till I'm blue in the face and I could go out and try and do things. I mean, I can vote. I can, there's things I can do. Um, the gun lobby and the NRA is really, really powerful. And uh, we have seen time and time again over the last few weeks and over the previous months and years that uh, 
horrible acts of violence committed with these guns doesn't change anything. And um, I don't know. I don't mean to sound super pessimistic, pe- pe- Jesus, <laughs> pessimistic, but I am just not, um, I don't know. I'm not hopeful that things are going to change. I, ho- I hope they will. I mean, at the very least, I hope that we can find some common ground. You know, I think that there's people on extreme ends of the spectrum and I've joked. I mean, I've said quite a bit how I want to take everybody's guns and that kind of stuff. I think given complete authority, I might actually do that, but good news, everybody. I'm never going to have that authority. Everybody's you would take everybody's guns though. Yeah. Everybody. Okay. Everybody, especially Randy, especially the police. Are you joking? Yes. I just wanted to make sure like how deep it goes. Yeah. Uh, but you know, um, I'm hoping that we can find some, some common ground, I guess, between these two sides and, and, and make some headway. I don't know. The sad thing is that there is common ground between these two sides regarding background checks and that kind of stuff. And largely because of the, the gun lobby, I guess, or the mm-hmm. NRA kind yeah. of paying politicians to get them in office. Um, Nothing will change. We're not seeing any headway on that currently. So, you know, we'll keep an eye on it and hopefully stuff will change. We'll, uh, I'm sure I will come back and talk I to you guys more about it. As it comes up. defended the First Amendment with as much craze as they do the Second Amendment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have one more voicemail about this and then, uh, and then let's move on. But this is from a friend of the show, Jeremy Henson. Hey guys, it's your old buddy Jeremy. I uh, wanted to reach out to you in regards to a conversation you were continuing uh, regarding the AR-15s, uh, the high-capacity rounds, that sort of thing. Um, it seems to me, I, I talk to a lot of people who are former military, just like the guy who reached out to you on Twitter uh, in last week's episode, and said, you know, I used it when I was in the military, and so I wanted to have one when I got out. You know, whether it's sentimental, whatever it is, I, I don't know. Frankly, I don't care. Um, I have two things to say about that. There's a reason why the military uses it. The military. They're not hunting. They're not protecting their household. They are using it to kill the enemy. Okay, so if you want to use the argument that, well, I need something like that, I need something that the military uses to protect my family, protect my home, or for hunting, I don't know if I'd agree with that. I'm not sure. Now, if you use it for the argument that I am part of a militia and I am going to use this in case the government tries to overthrow said militia, maybe you got a point there, but join a militia if that's the case. I want to see that you're actually part of a militia. Uh, The second thing is... If, if, if I throw out the argument that, that I just used uh, and just point out the fact that you are former military, uh, a lot of these people that I talk to, you're former military, you are highly trained to use that weapon. If anybody gets a weapon like that, I would want it to be you. Okay, so I could ignore my previous argument about you wanting to protect your house because you are highly trained. Hours and hours and hours of supervision and training for you to learn how to use that. So, I guess my biggest argument that I'm still stuck on is John Q. Public getting these high-powered rifles, anything with, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
that you could shove 15 bullets into and fire off uh, within just a couple moments. So I guess that's uh, a ranting and raving, you know, of a lunatic. But uh, that's that's where I stand on this. If you're former military, if you're former police, and you want to have one of those, I would say you should have an easier pathway to get one than John Q. Public. Somebody like myself who has absolutely no training whatsoever. Just make it hard for these lunatics to kill people. That's all I'm asking for. Do we've got we've got childproof lids, you know? We, we've got all sorts of stuff to make it hard for somebody to do something bad. Let's do it with guns. Let's do it with guns, please. Anyway, I gotta stop ranting and driving. There's laws against that, you know. I don't abide by them, but... Thank you for that point, poignant... Uh... <laughs> Powerful ending there, Jeremy well, Hansen. I like that he talked himself out of his mean <laughs> argument. I mean, so I mean, here is the glaring thing about what Jeremy pointed out. I mean, first of all, um, first of all, uh, you know, one of the things that he spoke to was just let's just make it harder f- for these crazy people to get guns. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. It's worth pointing out. I mean, I don't know what kind of crazy he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Usually people with mental illness, statistically, much more likely to be the victims of gun violence than the uh, perpetrators of gun violence. Mm-hmm. So just let's keep that in mind. Uh, it's not necessarily a mental health issue. So I understand. I don't think that he was speaking specifically to people with mental illness. I think he was just saying like, hey, you have to be crazy if you're going to go out there and like, people. shoot yeah. up a school or whatever. Um, but I just think that it's important to make that distinction. Uh, he also talked about just making it more difficult to get guns. I know that this was kind of Obama's thing. Uh, I watched a town, uh, what's that called? A town hall meeting mm-hmm. when the, yeah. where somebody um, specifically was talking to him about the issues, brought up Chicago, which everybody loves to talk about Chicago when they talk about gun violence because Chicago has very strict gun uh, control laws and also has very high yeah. um level of violence um somebody asked obama about that and his response was like hey let's look at it like let's regulate it more like we did with cars let's make it more you know we lots of people were dying in highway accidents so we said let's set speed limits let's make cars safer let's put seat belts in them let's do that um I, I know that we have the technology to do that to make smart guns that will only fire if you're a certain person's holding them i mean there's all sorts of things that we could do, I would have to imagine. Um, all sorts of laws that we could make around that. Uh, that is, I, I am. I can totally see that. Randy in the email that I mentioned earlier um, specifically said that that's not the way to do it. Uh, the most effective way to keep the hands out of children, criminals, and crazy people is to lock them up in a gun safe, not to force manufacturers to make safer guns. "Quote unquote ridiculous." So. Uh, you know, I, I tend to probably think myself that it would make more sense. It just seems like common sense to me that we make these things more difficult to obtain, more difficult to use, more difficult to purchase ammunition. I mean, more difficult across the board. Uh, the other big thing <laughs> that Jeremy pointed out, uh, unfortunately, what happened in between the time that he sent in this voicemail and the time that... 
uh, we played it today is a uh, highly trained mil- – I shouldn't be laughing – a highly trained military uh, – somebody that was in the military mm-hmm. used one of these assault rifles. Well, actually, yes. I guess we don't know what kind of gun it is. Used some guns and his his training, I would assume, uh, to kill five – ambush and kill five police officers in Dallas, Texas during a uh, – or at, at the end of a – uh, of a, a protest or a vigil that was going on down there. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I think as you po- pointed out when we listened through this the first time before we had started recording mm-hmm. that, you know, there is, you, you said somewhat sarcastically, there's never been a story of a highly trained yeah. military or police officer going off the rails. Yeah. I mean, I think unfortunately, um, and I'm not disparaging everybody that's in the military or every police mm-hmm. officer. I think that those, for a lot of different reasons, I think those particular career paths draw a certain type of people or maybe people that have kind of run out of options and don't have any better choices or whatever. And, um, you know, there's definitely, we're sending these kids off to war to do and face incredibly mm-hmm. terrible things. And then there's not a lot of support or aftercare for them. And it causes all sorts of problems. So, um, just because somebody's trained doesn't necessarily make it, you know, right. I don't know. Doesn't make it great for them to have it. So, um, all right. All right, Christy. So last week we did a, well, last episode, I should say we did a, an, am I a jerk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to also remind everyone that you did this one. Oh, I didn't, mm-hmm. this wasn't a, coming from me. Well, yeah, because I, I really thought that I was right in this situation. I'm going to be honest. I, maybe I still do. I mean, well, I have to respect the court. I have to respect the court of our listeners who apparently now are just. Did we have a quorum? Making calls for our, uh, Did our relationship. all five of our <laughs> listeners More than win? five. We had really? more than five people weigh in. Um, so we, uh, to recover, recap it briefly, we have a segment called Am I a Jerk? Where we bring up situations where you're like, anytime you're like, wait a minute, am I really a jerk? Am I the because jerkiness? I don't think I'm a jerk. Maybe other people do. I don't think I am. Oftentimes, this ends up being things that happened with myself and Christy. <laughs> um, the best one is still the soup. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'll try and find the uh, tortilla soup episode okay. to link to back about that one. I got talked about many times. Uh, we were at a party and a, a big family event for Father's Day. And I said, I wanted to leave. Or you said you wanted to leave. Yeah. I said, okay, great. Let's leave. At, you know, we'll leave and I'm going to give my daughter a 20 minute warning. I went and no, gave no, her. No, no, no. I went and gave you, her. You said 10 minutes and I said okay. five minutes. And then I went and told my daughter 20 minutes. Uh, so we ended up leaving a little bit later than Christy had originally wanted to. It turns out, as she told me on the way home, that she had scheduled a doctor's appointment because she wasn't feeling well and she missed that doctor's appointment and had to reschedule it for later that evening. I was saying I'm not a jerk because, hey, you should have told me you had a hard out. Mm -hmm. And you were saying I shouldn't have to tell you. You should just do what you say you're going to do. That's the short version. Right. Uh, Good news for you. Everybody agrees with you. (laughs) Except for Jojo, my sincere my one of my dearest friends, <laughs> one of my dearest closest friends. Uh, unfortunately, not physically close because he's in Japan. <laughs> he's a listener from. He's not actually from Japan. He's living in Japan. I think he's teaching there, right? Yes, he's a teacher. Um, Jojo is great. One time, I found out that McDonald's was selling dessert fries 
in their restaurant. I tweeted Jojo about it only in Japan. I tweeted Jojo about it and he actually like went out and tried them, took a bunch of pictures, recorded himself on his iPhone ordering them he and everything. He also tried in. the soda popsicles. <laughs> yeah. So if, if there's anything in Japan, that, any weird foods that you guys would like somebody to try out. I really love the weird Kit Kats Maybe that they we'll have in Japan. Check them out. So, um, so yeah, Jojo uh, said that I'm not. What did that you I say exactly? I'm not a jerk. I'll have to go find it. <laughs> he said, uh, am I a jerk? I don't want Christy to be mad at me, but if you don't say about the appointment, hashtag, but you were right about the soup. That's <laughs> what he said. I'm not mad at you, Jojo. You're <laughs> um, always wrong sometimes. One of the things that Jojo also said, so last week we had a, or last episode we had a, uh, I pitched a business idea to you mm-hmm. about, um, or about uh, basically being a consultant to churches to help them Not stop sexy their time. Uh, accidental sexual innuendo. Yes. He pointed out a, a song by a worship band called Delirious. The, the name of the song is just Deeper. <laughs> of There's several lines throughout the song. Like, of I want to go deeper into you, mm-hmm. you know, envelop me completely. Mm-hmm. I want to take me deeper. Uh, but he also pointed out, so the name that we came up with while we were kind of workshopping this business idea last week, Jesus in the streets and not in the sheets. He pointed out that the acronym for that Jitsnitz <laughs> sounds about as rude as what it's trying to prevent. <laughs> but I like that. So, it's it's very inside, right? Yeah. It's great though. Yeah. Uh, we're Jitsnitz. Because I just feel that Jitsnitz. Can you imagine the churches trying to not laugh? Because mm-hmm. they're being dirty then, right? Because they're like well, it kind of sounds a little dirty. I don't know. Yeah. Jitsnitz. Thank you, Jojo, for that. And honestly, Jojo, my dear friend, thank you for (laughs) being the voice of reason, being willing to stand up and, um, you know. But also, let's keep in in mind that I was super sick. Have you ever seen the photos of like Nazi Germany where all of the the people are like doing the white power thing except Mm -hmm. for one dude in the crowd? Jojo that's basically Nazi, like Jojo. Is what you're saying? That's basically like Jojo. Oh. He was willing to be like, you know what? No, this isn't right. It may not be comfortable for me, but I'm going to take a stand for what's Let's right. Let's ask his wife what she would think about this. So, thank you, Jojo. <laughs> Appreciate you, my dear, dear friend. Um, I need to know how many people actually said you were a jerk. Uh, a few. How yeah. many is a few? A few. Uh. uh not quite double digits. <laughs> the number of <laughs> so the nice. amount of feedback we got in total, including JoJo, was uh, was double digits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so ten minus one. <laughs> so we got. I mean, a few, a handful, probably not enough to even be substantial. No, it's, it's not important. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, so, um, Christy, another thing that uh, we talked about last week, uh, the Juno spacecraft was scheduled to arrive on July 4th, last last uh, last Monday, baby Jesus' birthday, mm-hmm. uh, at Jupiter. And I did a little write-up, like I had said I was going to do in the show. Um, I watched some of the live stream stuff, but uh, hey, good news, everybody. It got there 
And I will say this, it got there. Not only did it get there. So it, it Juno had been going there for, it had been, it was launched five years ago. Uh, it spent five years making an orbit around earth for a gravity assist, not an orbit, but a, uh, a flyby around earth for a gravity assist to help slingshot it out there. And the, all of that within five years and everything like that, they were within, they, they were within their projected course by like one second. So they were one second off of where they wanted to be regarding their engine burns and all that it's stuff. Crazy. It's amazing. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Nerds are awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. And uh, look forward to lots of awesome pictures from Juno Kim. And uh, I linked to a bunch of stuff in the last episode and I've tweeted a bunch from Nerd Out Loud, but I have links to like the Juno Cam website. You can go to it and you can actually help vote on what this probe is going to be taking pictures of during its two years out there on Jupiter. So it'll be cool. There's going to be a, there's some little Legos on board. <laughs> they built they they 3D printed a few Lego figurines and put them on the ship, which, which I thought was cool. And uh, groundbreaking in a lot of different ways. So uh, follow along with that if you'd like to. I made an awesome space news related Twitter account at Rad Space News on Twitter. And uh, But it's the word at after the at symbol, though. That's what's weird. A-T. Regular R-A-D. Rad Space News was taken. Yeah. No, that's not that's not true. It's the at simple rad space news. Pretty easy to remember. If you're on Twitter, give that account a follow. Basically, here's what I did. I followed like four or five hundred space related Twitter accounts, and mm-hmm. I just go in there and retweet cool pictures, cool stuff that's going on. It's not much. I think I'm gonna make a, me. the real um, rad space news and start just posting like crazy stuff. <laughs> just, Try to just get made you verified. Up Oh, <laughs> yes, please, please. All I ever do is retweet people, but I need to definitely be verified. So um, let's talk about this. So we had mentioned previously, we had mentioned previously the um, I, the uh, Jojo, the listener that wrote in about the Shark Tank thing that we did last mm-hmm. week, the Jesus yep. in the streets, not in the sheets. Um, jitnits, 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 jitnits. So I was I was looking up because uh, I was wanting to make like a fun little <laughs> fun. I was wanting to make a little quiz where I was going to read worship songs to you. Okay. And then say, um, have you guess whether this is a line from some kind of. If it's real or not. Pornographic film or if it is a. Um, or or mm-hmm. if it's a line from a worship song. And so I was Googling around trying to find some questionable, uh, some questionable worship songs. And I stumbled across this. Uh, Is that what you spent all last week on Reddit? Oh, different reason for that. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, I stumbled across this article that uh, basically somebody already did it for us. Oh, nice. So it's on a website called Homeschoolers Anonymous, which I think I'll have to go back and poke around this yes. website because I feel like there might be some Your great people. resources yeah. on there for us. <laughs> and judging from the tone of this particular survey that I have for you here. Uh, I, I think that I'm correct in that. So the article is called 50 shades of gray or contemporary Christian music. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so here's a band that we've talked about a number of times. Okay. Newsboys, which of the following is a lyric from a newsboys song? Okay. Giving it over. I was flat on my back. It's question a or a uh, B. I come instantly. Hmm. Contemporary Christian music. 
or Fifty Shades of Grey? Oh, uh, probably A is the lyric. Correct. Correct. Yes. It's from the song Giving It Over. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Giving It Over, I was flat on my back. Uh, which use of hand is from Fifty Shades of Grey and not a contemporary Christian music song? Okay. A, you gentle your hand. B, gushing with surrender in your hands. C, my hands are open, so take what you see. Which one is Fifty Shades Which of Grey? Which one is Fifty Shades, Shades of Grey? C? Uh, it was A. What was it? You gentle your hand. I was surprised it wasn't B. Gushing with surrender in your hands. That, yeah, all that's, of it. That's from a band called Skillet. Suspended mm, in you. Skillet. Okay. Three of the following four lines are from Skillet songs. Which one is from Fifty Shades of Grey? Okay. So, A, stretch me bigger. <laughs> B, an empty vessel to be filled at your whim. C, I'm exploding like like chemicals. I'm going crazy. D, it's so urgent. It's desperate. I can feel it in my bones. I've, I feel like all of these are pretty dirty. Yeah. But I think that A comes from a very specific part of Fifty Shades of Grey that I remember. <laughs> a being stretch me bigger? Yes. Incorrect. What? <laughs> stretch me bigger is from the skillet song suspended in you. The correct okay. answer was B, an empty vessel to be filled at your whim. That is from no. Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, four. One of these four is dirty talk. The other three are DC talk. <laughs> Wait, is Dirty Talk a Christian band? Uh, no, it's just, I think oh, they did that. So okay. there's a little bit of an iteration okay. to the question. So one of these four is Dirty Talk. The other three are DC talk, which is okay. a Christian band. Okay. Which one isn't DC talk? Okay. You consume me like a burning flame. Anytime, any place. I'm calling out your name. Oh, you know that I surrender. Mm. B? No. Anytime, any place is from the DC Talk song, Consume Me. Okay. Uh, it's C. I am calling out your name from Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Oh, one more. One more. Which romantic exclamation is not about Jesus? When I'm, when I'm in your arms is when I feel the best. My heart beats for you. I want my world to start and end with you. I can feel your power surging through the whole of me. Oh, gosh. All of those sound like things I've seen on Jesus C. People's Facebook pages. <laughs> so I I think it's a trick question, and it's all of the above are Jesus. No. Oh. Yep. See, I want my world to start and end with you is from Fifty Shades of Grey, oh. which seems like the most... That's the most Jesus-y, the right? most innocent one out yeah. of that bunch. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, all right. Well, that's uh, that's a perfect example of why jitznits is needed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I really think that just worship music would cease to exist if yeah. we took this out. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Uh, it would definitely, you know, cause people to uh, maybe step it up a little bit with their with their lyrical content. So, all right. So, Christy. Let's let's talk about the thing that we're kind of both nerding out about that about this this week. Maybe. Maybe it's just me. 
<laughs> Maybe I'm pleading the fifth. Uh, everybody is. I think everybody is kind of nerding out about this. It's a game, a, a, an iPhone application called Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you're pleading the fifth? I was just joking. Oh, okay. So I've never even... I'm, I know people collect cards and like the things, and I know the name of that yellow one, yeah. but I have no idea what any of it's about. Yeah. Um, I feel like it maybe missed me by like yeah. three to five years I was, or something. I was never into Pokemon myself yeah. either. But basically, it's a game. It's a game. It's kind of like geocaching, which I think we've talked about on the show before. But geocaching is like a treasure hunting, a real world tr- treasure hunting game where you mm. download an app and there's like geocaches or these little things usually there's just a logbook that you sign hidden all over the world and you download the app and you open it up and it shows you where they are and you go find them and sign your name on the thing so it's kind of like that except for combining that with pokemon basically so your pokemon is a game where you have these little balls called pokeballs and you like throw them at creatures and it captures them and it's it's a it was a Nintendo game from forever ago and it was a card game and it's a cartoon and I think it started in Japan. So you have these little monsters of various kinds and you try and capture them and so they Nintendo released this thing called Pokemon Go and I mean if you're online you already know about this yeah. so I don't need to get into it. And not even if you're online, if you're just outside. <laughs> if you have eyes open for any time in the last 4 or 5 days, you'll see this. But basically like you go out and you have to actually physically walk around out in the real world. You don't just get to sit in one spot and play the game. You have to walk around outside and and catch these as you're walking around, different Pokemon pop up and you have to try and catch them. And then there's specific locations that you go to called Pokestops. Yeah. <laughs> and you go to these specific locations and there'll be like a picture of a sign that you have to go to and you mm-hmm. go to this sign. And then once you get there, it kind of unlocks something and allows you to get some points. And then there's uh, there's these things called gyms where you go and you like battle other Pokemon and that part I'm not entirely clear on yet because I don't actually understand what Pokemon are <laughs> completely <laughs> or how the whole yeah. ranking system works and there's some other aspects to it but that's the short version but here's what has me so captivated and I mean it's it's fun to play but here's what's captivating to me is that this everybody's going insane about this. Like everybody's going nuts. My, uh, I have a five-year-old daughter. We went out to a park today because I've been showing her the game, and we've done some geocaching and stuff before, and she she likes doing that. But this is also, I think, kind of a fun thing for her today. But we went out to this park because in this particular park there happened to be like seven of these Pokestop things that you have to go to. And so we went to this particular park and we were walking around looking for Pokemon and going to these Pokestops and unlocking it. And there was, I I am not exaggerating, there was probably 35 people wandering around holding their phones up, walking (laughs) down these trails in the park. I mean, it was was a sunny day, but there was, I mean, 90% of the people that we saw there were there very obviously playing Pokemon. (laughs) And I would say that they are... As you said, maybe not the type of people that you would usually expect to see out in the park on a wonderful sunny day enjoying the outside. Well, one another aspect of the game that I think is really cool is that you're forced to walk. There's a a point where you earn eggs and to incubate them, you have to walk. 
and you can't cheat. Like we were trying to do it in the car today, <laughs> but it can tell if you're you in were a car. To do that. Well, I just wanted I to see, but that. yeah, it definitely. Yeah, you have to actually walk. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think it's good, but I just beyond just the game. I mean, well, it's kind of a fun game a to stop play here at our house for some reason, and. There are so many people walking around today. Yeah. We've never had this many people yeah. in our little complex. And, and when we were out there in the park, I mean, we were like talking to these people. Yeah. You immediately have something in common with them. And so, I mean, honestly, I mean, it's not even about the Pokemon to me. I'm fascinated with the fact that everybody seems to be latching onto this. I mean, it's, it's insane. Um, Didn't your dad say if... It keeps up the momentum by Monday. There will be more users than Twitter. He said it was specifically regarding Android. Yeah. He said that if it keeps up the momentum that it has now, there will be more active. There will be more active Android users playing Pokemon Go than there will be active Android users playing Twitter. Yeah. Playing Twitter. (laughs) Using Twitter. Um, I mean, this is just, yeah, it's, it's. It's insane to me, and I'm just I'm completely captivated with the fact that everybody's captivated by mm-hmm. this, and also just really curious. Like, I mean, there's there's pictures, for instance, this Pokestop that's down the street from our house. Mm-hmm. There, you click on it, and there's a picture of the, the sign for our condo building, and it says "Go to the Hampton Park Condo Sign." Has a name. And there's a the picture exists. So this data was just there. So I was looking into it because I was just kind of curious where this data came from mm-hmm. how did they decide that this sign was going to be a pokestop if you scale that i mean there's thousands of them around here and is it all over the world this is, is a game that US? people are playing all over the world okay i mean just just creating that data set is it feels to me an insurmountable task yeah for sure so i looked into it and found out there was a game by the same makers of pokemon go called ingress that's been out for four years that's a very similar like go around and mm-hmm. uh, you know try and unlock things and whatever. It's it's a similar game where you have to go out in the real world and you get to certain areas and you unlock things, you open things, you go through portals. You you know it's it, it's a similar thing minus the Pokemon with some other stuff. So this game's been around for four years, mm-hmm. and so basically they took all of the data created from this game that's been around for four years. They cleaned it up as they said, and then they dumped it into Pokemon Go. And that's what they're using for this stuff. But I just, I, I think that I, this is the first time that I can think of that something like this has taken off to this level Yeah, that people have been excited about. And like you said, I mean, there's a huge increase in foot traffic just to our condo building. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine these people that maybe have these Pokestops like in front of their house. Yeah, I read an like... article today or, or read a few tweets from somebody on Twitter who lives in an old church and the church is a Pokestop. And so literally people are coming to his house yeah. <laughs> to do this. And I, I just, I think that there's a lot of implications and a lot of things that are going to come out of this that nobody is really thinking about. Um, I mean, it's it's just bizarre because you you walk around, you look on your phone. When a Pokemon pops up, it turns the camera on on your phone, and you hold your phone up, and it kind of superimposes this cartoon Pokemon over the world that you're actually seeing. So it's kind of like augmented so reality, weird. virtual reality. It's just like yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm excited to watch this trend <laughs> as it's going, and and to see what happens. 
because I think that I think that there's going to be tons of stories that we're hearing about mm-hmm. people that are trying to get their house removed as a Pokestop, businesses that are going to want to pay to have one. their place be a Pokestop yeah, so sure. people come. I mean, this is just the first weekend of it and it's already nuts. So I'm really really looking forward to just all of the weird stuff that happens oh, <laughs> over sure. the next 2 weeks because I think it's going to be nuts. I think it's going to be nuts. There's a police station that put out a put out a post saying, "Hey, you know, our police station is one of these uh you don't have to come in or onto our property yeah. <laughs> to access the thing so maybe don't do that and also look up so you don't get hit by a car right. um so anyway. just be safe out there people yeah i just think it's kind of fun i'm excited to see I what happens with it i can't wait to see you tomorrow at work <laughs> yeah i bet there's a lot of like oh yeah activity You're going down to there. downtown seattle so. um all right did you have anything more you wanted to say about the the, the Pokemon Co? No. Gotta gotta catch up. Strike. All right, Christy. So I have I have a drone strike this time around. Okay. Which every time we come to this, I'm a little uncomfortable with the whole calling it a drone strike thing. Okay. That might be me being a little too, you know, pinko, bleeding heart. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. But you know, it's like drone. Drones are murder. People, I mean, we joke you know? about drone strikes, like, hey, it's a punchline to a joke. But I, we're also, you know, extra judicially killing thousands of people. So all then, the world. come up with a new thing. Let's um, come up with a new. Yeah, the the safe zone, the safe space for being honest, the honesty bubble, the bubble of honesty. I did have, you know, because <laughs> one of my all time go back to is the, I think it was one of my first drone strikes was the selfie, mm-hmm. not just the stick, but the selfies in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I took, um, I took your daughter to the movie yesterday and there was like one of those giant signs for the movie yeah out front and there was this there's these parents that were taking their daughter to go and they were like trying to get the picture with this in the background and the daughter says you're wasting time we do not need a selfie everywhere we go <laughs> <laughs> and i just gave the girl a nod like, yeah. you're right yeah. you're slipped right slipped her 20 <laughs> yep thank you you're spreading the good word the, Maybe there is hope for the future. Yeah, Christy Wise, uh, four thirteen. Because I went to Thou a concert this weekend and selfies. and felt like the world was falling apart Ooh, with all the selfies. So <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, okay, so here's my uh, here's my drone strike. Okay, totally come up with a better name. Here's my drone strike for today. Uh, news sites that w- when there's breaking news going on, news sites that have weird like full page pop-ups or um when you're streaming live video of like a breaking news situation and they drop in commercials or they make you watch like a 30 second or two minute commercial before you get to actually watch the breaking news Mm -hmm. uh or as i ran into this one today here's what here's what triggered this so i have a friend i have a friend that has a close friend to them that died while hiking 
in Arizona somewhere, I believe. Okay. Like a freak accident. She had just posted about how she was upset about her friend. So I went and kind of looked at, I was trying to find what happened. So I was Googling around like hiking accidents, blah, blah, blah. And I found this, a very recent article about a hiker that had fallen at the Grand Canyon and died. And I went to go click on the website. And first of all, a huge breaking, a huge pop-up came and, and covered up the entire screen. So I X'd out of that. I started reading the article. Three sentences into the article, there was a quiz that popped up and blocked the rest of the text. And it said, please answer this quick question before you can continue reading the rest of the article. What and I'm was like, the question? Oh, it was just like a – it was like what what is – which of these five things is most important to you? And it was uh, you know asking about like – whatever mm-hmm. nothing related to the article it's them collecting advertising data that they're going to turn around and use to market back to me right. or sell or whatever so the thing that bothers me about this is especially when it comes to news sites when it comes to news sites and when it comes to information that might be sensitive or like when i'm trying to turn on the news to watch uh, a live stream because there's breaking news of a school shooting in my neighborhood and I go to look on that and it's making me watch a two minute video or a 30 second video about right its and their new flavor that they have coming out. Wait, Bef- do they have Bef- a new flavor? <laughs> no. Oh. Before I get to watch this video, trying to find out if maybe like a loved one maybe just got shot at a school or in this case, I didn't know this person that passed away, but what if, what if I was what if I was their friend and I just saw that she passed away and so I went to go read this article and they're trying to make me read a they're trying to make me answer a survey before before I show you. Yeah. So I understand that people have to make money. There are ways to do that that are not nearly as invasive. So news news websites settle the fuck down. With these, with, 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 especially on breaking news and stuff that's sensitive. I mean, if it's, if you're talking about Joey Chestnut or whatever his name was that broke the hot dog eating uh, world record Mm -hmm. over the 4th of July weekend, make me answer a quiz to see that. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, show me an article for that. Make me watch a 30 second video for that. That I hate the ones where you read two paragraphs and then have to scroll through a bunch of ads and then it starts again. Yeah. It's so annoying. Just chill out with the ads, especially if it's on stuff that could be sensitive. If we're talking about a school shooting or there's some kind of breaking news or. Yeah. I don't need to see which 90s hairstyle is coming back in the (laughs) middle of all that. Let's calm down. Calm down with the advertising news sites. Let's let's figure out a way to make to make this better for everybody. That's all I'm saying. Sound good? Mm -hmm. Sound good. All right, Christina, let's, yes. uh, you have, you have, I do something for me. I do. Am I a jerk? Yes, I'm a jerk. Everybody's jerking around. Yeah. Am I a jerk? Well, you'll be the judge. Jeremy's never seen the movie, The Jerk. Yeah. Everybody's jerking around. Is Jeremy a jerk? Take 45. No. <laughs> So Jojo, <laughs> um, Jeremy's nephews mm-hmm. uh, got some pets recently. Yeah, they got their allergic to cats and dogs mm-hmm. and um, most pets. But um, lucky for them, they're not allergic to rodents. Apparently, <laughs> so they got what are they called? 
Gerbils. Gerbils. They sure. got two gerbils. Well, hamsters, gerbils, guinea pigs, right, right. like rats, like they're all the same to me. So they got these and then they went on vacation for a week. And yeah, they, they left the country for the 4th the of country. July, which was probably. Yeah, what we'll be doing next year. Um, <laughs> and like without, without asking me, mm-hmm. Jeremy agreed to letting his daughter. Which we went over there, and my daughter, my five-year-old daughter, was in love with the with the gerbils. Yes. She loved holding them and playing with them, and whatever. We all have so, our faults. Let's set um, that. So she was obsessed. They asked her to rodent sit for yeah. while they were gone. Yep. And Jeremy said yes. Yep. And then I found out after the fact. <laughs> yeah. This was also the day that I was sick. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well they're gonna be in her room yeah the door's gonna be closed the entire time mm-hmm. i never want to see him i don't want to have anything to do with this mm-hmm. situation and then we get a phone call they've figured out how to get out <laughs> of that habitat they live in yeah and so now heavy things have to be put on top <laughs> yeah so it came with their own weight but i the had spent the, the whole week leading up to it coming up with heavy enough things that we could put yeah. on it. Yeah, everything. There's like a <laughs> jar full of change, like $50 worth of change probably weighs yeah. <laughs> five, ten pounds. And she's like, uh, this, this book is isn't this heavy, heavy enough? enough. I'm like, that would collapse the lid to the cage <laughs> if we put it on top of it. Yeah, I was like, oh no, none of the books in uh, her room work. We're going to have to try to find bigger, heavier books. So how exactly am I a jerk? You're a jerk for not asking if oh. this is okay. Because you know that I hate can rats. I, can I cross-examine the witness? Hold on. You know that I hate rats. You know that it's my biggest fear. Mm-hmm. I hate them so much. Mm-hmm. And yet you invited them into the house. And what happened after well, the Your fr- biggest fear? You also hate... You're f- afraid of frogs. Not Are you more like afraid of frogs or rats? Rats. Okay. And also, what happened after the first day? It smelled... Mm-hmm. Like death in there mm-hmm. because they are disgusting. It smelled like I don't. It smelled I, like animals. I now I'm going to make a controversial statement, <laughs> okay. which will then probably turn everyone against me. But I just don't enjoy. I don't think it's very nice or fair to have pets that normally would be have very big environments mm-hmm. into small things like you, birds. Mm-hmm. Terrible as pets. And gerbils, you would put that as well? Yeah. Do you know what the natural habitat of a gerbil is? Not a glass cage in a, <laughs> in someone's house or a oh. plastic wheel. Well, man, the people that purchase those gerbils are probably listening to this. So, Well, that's not – I mean <laughs> – It's not a personal attack. It's not a no, personal not attack. No, not at all. You're just saying conceptually, okay, can I – so you're saying I'm a jerk. Are you saying I'm a jerk because I allowed it to happen or because I didn't ask you first? Both. If I would have asked you first, what would you have said? No, thanks. Okay. Uh, did it affect you in any way, having the gerbils here? Besides being scared the most of the whole time yeah. and the smell? Well, okay, the fear thing is subjective. The smell, you didn't... When did you smell it? When you went in there? When you went in her room? The first day. It was yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't even go in it's her kind room. kind of an animal I w- funk. I, there were a couple days when I had to do bedtime and yep. I wouldn't even go in there. I had to have 
like read. Can I tell you my thinking on this? I saw this as a tremendous opportunity to teach my five-year-old daughter about responsibility. She had the ability, you know, she earned some money. She was able to feed and take care of the, the gerbils, which she did a great job. Uh, they were still alive by the end of the week. Uh, it was minimal impact on us. The, the, the cage stayed in her room the whole time. It would help teach her some responsibility. It would be a great opportunity for her to be around these things, you know, for a while because she really likes them and she really enjoyed it. So I thought it would be a fun, kind of exciting thing for her, a great learning opportunity, a way for her to earn some money. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are all great upsides. I felt like the impact to us was very low. It wasn't a big ask for you. You weren't even here when they were delivered. So really you you your interaction with them was very minimal. I don't think you even went in her room for a week. <laughs> I did because she said one was missing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That did happen one time. It was not, by the way. Everybody. But the book had moved. They yeah. had tried to escape. So uh so because of that, I'm saying I'm not a jerk. You're saying I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well But here's Jojo. The thing. <laughs> she got a taste of rodents as pets. She's going to want that. Yeah. Well, I think that if if she wants that to be a thing that happens, then that will be a, a different discussion. That that's a separate issue. Having them here for a week is a much different, a much different discussion than having them here permanently. And I felt like it was a great learning opportunity for all of us to understand what it would be like if we were to have this type of pet. <laughs> and okay. it's Christy living in terror. <laughs> so uh but- I mean, let us know, guys. I also am against birds as pets. Yeah. So I don't you need know. emails about that. <laughs> uh, so let us know. It, am I a jerk, or is Christy a jerk? <laughs> is am I a jerk for wanting to allow my daughter to have an opportunity to learn responsibility? Here. It's either you are a or jerk, or is you're Christy not. Christy a jerk for hating all pet owners? <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. Nerdoutloudpod.com at nerdoutloudpod on Twitter, nerdoutloud on Insta- or on Facebook. We're not on Instagram. Before you write yes or no, I want you to think about what your biggest fear slash phobia is. Yeah. Now imagine whatever that is is in your house for a week. Yeah. That's okay. it. Think about it. All right. Remember when I tried to put off, him guys. in a Ziploc bag to go home <laughs> yes. today in? Yeah. Apparently, that's not what you no, do. No, you would have killed them. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so let us know. Let us know what you think, guys. Am I a jerk for allowing the rodents in our house, or am I not a jerk? So far, straw polls not looking good for me. <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> but uh, Ellie but loved it. Now Let's we just... are opening it up to the audience as a whole. JoJo, you know what to do, my friend. <laughs> and uh, I hope he's the biggest rat speaking, hater of all times. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, ironically, had a job for many years doing pest control. I have killed many rodents. Mm-hmm. That's so. why I married you. You're my <laughs> hero. But also, didn't you also have a pet rat? I did have a pet rat. Reap a cheap. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Uh, He's my buddy. I would not have been friends with you, but can passed I ask away. you something? That I was very sad. I was very upset when Reap a cheap passed. He's curled up in a little ball. It was very cold and rock hard. It was Ew. very traumatizing. Ew. Yeah, he had very re- he recently died, I believe, because rigor mortis was still in effect. What? How old were you when you had this? I don't remember. 
But you took it everywhere you went, right? I, no, I just took them around with me, but in the house, I didn't like did take you them out. F- did you feel bad then becoming a murderer of rats? Yeah. Okay. I never enjoyed killing animals. You didn't try to befriend one and so bring it home with you? No. Put it in a little cage? No. The type of rats that I was interacting with when I was doing pest control um, were were running away from me or not dead. domesticated or dead <laughs> when I saw them. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of everybody's greatest fears, <laughs> we're coming back next week with another episode guys. <laughs> no, uh, which you should be very scared of. No, okay. you, uh, no, but we have kind of a cool guest coming on. We have uh, a friend. I don't think she's ever been on the show. I'm not sure if we've ever talked about her, but she is a friend of ours that we know through the podcasting world. And she is also a scientist uh, involved in some research out on the East coast. And she is, she just worked with a, her research or a, like a study group to put out a, um, a paper uh, or a, a safety pamphlet regarding the Zika virus and the Olympics and the CDC recommendations and kind of all the stuff that's going on around that. So she has a lot to say about that. She's very passionate about it. You could say she nerds out about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to have um, her on next week, hopefully um, Kelly Fulkers to, to do that. And listening could literally save your life. <laughs> it could literally save your life. So be sure to catch us next week. Besides that, um, as we mentioned at the top of the show, Super easy way to support us, nerdoutloudpod.com slash Amazon. We made it really easy for you. All of our contact information is at nerdoutloudpod.com, including our uh, Twitter, email, Facebook, phone number, so you can call, you can leave us a voicemail. One really easy thing to do if you're listening to the show and you have strong feelings or would like to pitch in, let us know. You know, if you think one of us is a jerk or maybe you have a question you want us to uh, to 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 put you your your situation before the court of the listeners mm-hmm. and find out if you're a jerk or somebody, you know, is a jerk or maybe you have a drone strike or maybe you have a more appropriate name for the drone strike segment. Uh, one really easy thing to do is just to pull out your phone and most phones. I know iPhones is called voice memo. They have like a little recorder. Record a message. Talk right into your phone. The microphone is excellent. Email it to us, and we'll play it on the show. So nerdoutloudpod.com. All of our contact information is on there. We make it super easy. And, uh, yeah, get after it, guys. We'll have to hear from you. Christina, do you have any last words? Never wait for cake. Gotta catch them all. Let your nerd flag fly. Give a last, last word. Give a last, last word.